the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Baptist Church. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, stay tuned for the conclusion of last week's message. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse number 31. The words that David spoke when they were heard, um, they came to Saul. And then Saul says to him, verse number 3, you are not able to go against the Philistine. You can't do it. You're too young. He listened to him. He says, you're, you're just a youth. Uh, verse 33, he says, for you are a youth and, and he is a man of war from his youth. You can't do it. That's what the haters are going to tell you. You can't do it. Ain't no way you can do that. You can't stand up to him. You can't stand up to her. You can't stand in front of people and talk. You can't sing in the choir. You can't preach in the pulpit. You can't do it. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. And what you need to do is muster up enough Holy Ghost to say, I don't don't serve a God who is who operates in the can. I serve a can-do God. I serve a God who's able to do anything but fail. And in fact, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You need to talk to the haters and let the haters step off. Oh yeah, I can stand up to this giant. I can slay this giant because I got a slingshot with me. David says, in essence... You know, I'm not concerned about all that. Um, you know, I know that he's a giant. I know that, that I'm, I'm just a youth and he's um, been a, a warrior since youth. I'm not really worried about that. But David says and something very interesting. David says, look, um, everybody else, um, don't worry about it. Because listen to the courage of David. David says, um, tell everybody else, don't even worry. Don't, don't faint. Don't lose heart. Uh, verse number 31 uh, David said, verse 32, ready. David said, let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. David says, look, don't y'all worry about becoming servants because I'm going to fight with him. And the understanding implication is I'm going to win because I got a slingshot. I know he's a giant. I know he's nine foot nine inches tall, nine feet nine inches tall. I know he has an armor bearer and he's got a big old shield and he's got a javelin and a spear and, and he's got a big sword and all that. But I got a slingshot. <laughs> I got a slingshot. I got a slingshot. Um, he's, he's got a lot of courage. He's, he's enormously courageous in this whole process. And then watch this. David says, look, um, uh, verse number 34, he says, And David uh, said to Saul, Your servant used to keep his father's sheep, and when a lion or a bear would come, uh, I, I, I took uh, to take the, the lamb out of the flock. He says, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from the mouth 
from its mouth, and when it arose against me, I caught it by the beard and struck it and killed it. Watch this. David is courageous. David's got his, his curiosity moved him to courage, and now he's got courage, but his courage comes and stems from the fact that he's got some experience with God. He says, look, I've been through some things with God where some enemies, some giants that should have slayed me that I really didn't have any opportunity to win the battle with. I've been through some battles already and God has already shown himself strong and he's already shown me how to use this slingshot. And when I struck the animal, when I struck the bear, when I struck the lion, they let go of my lamb and I took the lamb away and then they had the audacity to rise up again and step to me. I grew grabbed him by the beard, and I struck him down and killed him. David said, look, I know what God can do. I'm trying to help somebody today while you're dealing with these giants in your life. You need to remember back on some of the things God has already brought you through. You need to remember about how some of the victories you've already won through God and in the power of Christ. You need to think about this. Why am I standing here paralyzed by fear of something that happened to me or something that might happen to me or the potential of what may happen to me? And all the time in the past, God has always delivered me. I've always seen him come through. The question I have for you, has God ever failed you he never fails he never fails you've got history with God you know how awesome he is and if God is that awesome to every other enemy you've ever faced in your life don't be afraid of this giant either you can face this giant based on your past experiences with God and David's got courage he says look I'm ready for this I mean, I done took out bears, I done took out lions, and I know it wasn't me, it was in the power of the God who I serve. He had confidence in his God. And so Saul says to him, then man, go with God. It's this there in verse 37, more of what David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion, y'all see that? And from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of the Philistines. It's that same God. See, I've got confidence in my God. The same God that delivered me from the lion and from the bear, that same God will deliver me from this uncircumcised Philistine who's talking trash about my God. He's got courage. He's ready to step two. And, and, And as I look at this particular passage, I see and I realize as we reflect upon some of our victories, we need to also gain some courage. Some of some of us just really need a boost of courage. And what I what I hope to happen as a result of this this message this morning that you will leave out of here with your chest stuck out and, and you, 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 you'll be, you know, feeling very courageous after you see the power of God and the power of having a slingshot. When you got a slingshot, you can stick your chest out. David's walking around, chest stuck out. Where is it? I got a slingshot. A giant? Oh, okay. Nine feet, nine inches tall. That, I think I can handle that. I got a slingshot in my pocket. And, and listen, um, it, it's interesting to me because there's a whole lot of us that really let um, stuff keep us locked down and, 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 and fearful and shaking and shuddering. And, and I want you to have some courage today. I want you to be curious enough to get some courage, okay? Um, get some courage. And, and listen, some, some, some of y'all, now I'm just going, not everybody, but some of you, um, you really just need to learn how to stand up for yourself. Can I just talk for a moment? Um, and I, I'm, I'm telling you, like I told seven o'clock, you know, sometimes what you need to be, you need to do is stop running. Cause some people just don't like conflict and whatever conflict rises up, they run, they hide, they give in, they, they, they fold. 
and that giant has you in bondage. That giant of fear of conflict has you in bondage and you cannot accomplish what God has for you to accomplish because you won't stand up to the confrontation. Now, listen to me. Some of you just need to learn how to stand up and do this. And what? <laughs> you just need to learn how to say that. Say that with me. And what? Now, you need to have a little bit, just a, t a twinge, not too much, just a twinge of authority and attitude when you say it. And, and you might need to position your body a little bit. And what? I'm trying to help somebody. I'm not trying to get you in trouble. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> now, you need to understand when you do that, it's not in your strength. It's, it's in the power of God. And you need to say, look, I'm, I'm standing here. I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid of you. I'm standing here in the authority of God. Yeah, and what else? In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You know what you're going to find out is some of the some of the people and some of the things that have kept you in bondage are not as big as you thought they were. Some of the people that you thought they were so bad, when you stand up for yourself, you'll find out they'll be like, oh, oh, whoa, whoa, they were just bullies. And let me say this. Can I say this too? I need to say this because somebody's going to go home and get in a fight. I'm trying to help you. You don't need to cuss nobody. When you're standing in the authority of God, you need to learn how to use the weapons of warfare. You don't need to cuss them. You can stand up and bless them in Jesus' name and stand there with the confidence of God and say, I stand here in the name of the Lord and God is my victor. I am victorious. I don't need to cuss you. I'm not dropping down to your level. I'm not coming down there. I'm staying up here. You just need to stand, be able to stand. You'll be all right. You got a slingshot in your pocket. You got a slingshot. David is courageous. He's, he's standing there. He's facing these giants. And we've got all kinds of giants that we face. We've got these fear of confrontation. We've got these fears of speaking. We've got scared of the dark. We, some folk don't want to go to a funeral because you're scared of dead bodies. You don't want to go in a house where somebody died. You think the spirit is still there. Why? If the spirit is there, it ain't looking for you. <laughs> you know? You're turning TVs on at night and you're scared, scared to stay in your own house, scared to drive down the street, scared to walk around the corner, scared of everything. Come on, you've got the God who created everything on your side. <laughs> David's got courage. And, and then after David's curiosity and David's courage, we see David's killing of the, uh, the giant. Um, David is going to kill this giant with a slingshot. He's going to take on a nine-foot, nine-inch warrior who is dressed from head to toe with all of his battle armament he's got a armor bearer who is holding his shield in front of him he's got his javelin in his hand he's got his sword on his side and david is going to come at him with a slingshot y'all still here but he's got courage. He's got courage because he's going to kill this giant with a slingshot. I did a little research on a slingshot, and I found out a slingshot is a very primitive weapon. Initially, it's a very primitive weapon. It's about 5,000 years old. And, and, and it's, a, it's a weapon, as I thought through this process, it's a weapon that, watch this, takes something that is very insignificant. 
couches it in something comfortable, careens it across the airways, increasing its velocity until it becomes very dangerous. Dangerous to the extent that it can cause damage or even death to the object that it strikes. I'm going somewhere with that idea of taking something very insignificant, couching it in something comfortable, careening it across the airways, increasing its velocity until it becomes dangerous to the point of destruction or even death. David says, I've got a slingshot. And so what David does as he approaches this giant, he comes to the giant, and I need you to understand, if you're going to kill the giant, you need to have a few things in place. First of all, you need to have some confidence in the God that you serve. You need to have confidence in his presence and confidence in him. Okay, we've seen already how David had confidence there in the God that he served. And as he leaves out in verse number 37, um, even even David, I mean, even um, Saul himself says, because you know that it is the God who delivered you from the lion and the God that delivered you from the bear. Then he says to him in the latter part of verse 37, he says, go and the Lord be with you. Now watch this. David's already got confidence. He knows what his God can do. So he goes in that confidence and he knows that God is with him. And as he goes, verse 38. 39 um, led us to know that he's he's going there to do this fight but he's going to fight in tested armor okay listen to me you need to fight in the armor that's tested and tried for you now what what's going to happen here in verses 38 and 39 is that Saul's going to clothe David up with a bunch of bronze he put on his helmet and armor and and he puts on all the the armor mitt and stuff like that and when he got it on um, verse 39 says and David fastened the sword to his to his armor and he tried to walk and he couldn't even walk He's only 15 years old, and he's got all this stuff on. He's like, uh, I, I said I would fight the, the giant, but I can't fight the giant in the clothes that you fight in. Y'all stay here. Because, because the way I fight giants might not be the way you fight giants, and the way you fight giants might not be the way you fight giants. You've got to know what's comfortable for you in fighting. Now, if you've never fought before, you need to at least have a slingshot. Stay here. And so David says, look, this is not comfortable. It's not tested. It's not tried. I have not tried these. I have not tested these, 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 this armament and everything. It's not tried. So I, we need to fight in what's comfortable for us. We need to be able to face these giants in the way that, that is comfortable, that the Holy Spirit gives us comfort in fighting. And y'all still with me? And so what David says is, I can't do that. It takes off all the garments and then David this is what David does and and because and you and I need to do the same thing we need to choose the right tools for the for the for the warfare that we get ready to go into David takes his staff why does he take his staff because the Bible says in Psalm 23 that his rod and his staff they'll comfort me David's got some comfort for the journey watch this because when you're in a battle and you're fighting giants you're gonna need a little comfort come on here I ain't talking about southern comfort I'm talking about comfort from the Lord you're gonna need a little comfort when you're fighting your giants and when you're fighting your giants if you've got the comfort of God with you that that ought to be enough and watch this so he takes his staff with him on the journey and he puts it and he has it in his hand and then what he does is says then he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and he put them in a shepherd's bag and in a pouch which he had and his sling was in his hand and he drew near to the philistine now david's ready look at him he got his slingshot. He's ready. He, he's, got, he's, he's got five smooth stones that have been shaped by the living water of the brook. 
five insignificant stones that have been shaped by living water. Five stones are put into the shepherd's bag, comforting place. And then when he goes down to battle, he's, he, he's got his slingshot and he's ready for war. He's ready to confront this giant. And what he does, he goes down to confront the giant and the giant's talking trash. He's still talking trash. And he says, I'm a giant. I'm, 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 I'm Goliath. Don't y'all see? I'm a warrior. I'm, I'm a man of war. And you got the nerve. This is what y'all going to send? You're going to send me a little boy with a stick? What do I look like, a dog? Are you going to chase me away like a, a little boy chasing a dog away with a stick? He, you know, he's talking a whole bunch of trash. And, you know, because he's trash-talking, trash-talking giants going to die quickly. Y'all hear me? If you got a slingshot, you can take them trash-talking giants right on down. And so he's talking all this trash. And David comes back, and David talked a little trash of his own because David's got a slingshot. David said, I'm ready. He says, look, you came to me with all these spears, and it's somewhere around there in verse number 45 or so. David said, you, Philistine, you come to me with a sword and a spear and, and with a javelin. And he says, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. The God, that's, that's who I came. I came in the name of the Lord. I, I came in, in his name, and I, I need to tell you something. When you go to face your giants in his his name, I tell you, even the giant needs to be concerned. And, and he says, I come to you in, in, in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. You have defiled our God, and I've come to you in his authority and in his power. And when I come to my giants in the power of God, I declare you can slay your giants. But here he goes, here he goes. He comes to him, and he talks a whole bunch of other trash, and he says, look, I'm a, we gonna, the birds of the air are going to eat y'all tonight. I'm going to slay y'all. He laid across the field. He says, verse number 47, he says, all, then all the assembly shall know that there is the, that the Lord does not save with a sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands. That's what David says. He says, look, I've got a slingshot, but, but the Lord's going to deliver you into my hand. Now, this battle is not mine's, but the Lord's going to do it. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Um, because some of us are thinking about the power of the slingshot. Well, it's not that physical slingshot that David has that's going to win this war. It's the Lord who's going to win the war. And you're thinking, Pastor, what have you been talking about this slingshot? You've been talking about this. How are we going to go against our giants of fear with a slingshot? Well, I need you to understand the slingshot. Remember what I said about the slingshot. A slingshot takes something insignificant that's being shaped by living water. Any born again folk out there being shaped by the living water? Uh, well, uh, and, and, and know that you were insignificant in and of yourself. Well, then what the, what the, what the, what, what, watch this, what the, what the, uh, uh, what the soldier's going to do, what the, what the, what the shepherd's going to do, what the, what the, what David's going to do is scoop up one of those insignificant stones and put him in the shepherd's bag. Anybody been put into the shepherd's bag? Anybody been uh, put and baptized into Christ and, and been put into a comfortable place? And then watch this. He's going to take that which is insignificant, put it in the, com put it in the comfort of the shepherd's bag, and when it comes time for warfare, what he's going to do is he's going to take that insignificant object, couch it in something comfortable, which is the little leather piece that it's in, and he's going to couch it in that, and he's going to pull it back if you use that kind of slingshot, or he's going to sling it around if you use that kind of slingshot, and he's going to release it with increased velocity and I'm trying to help you to understand 
when you've got warfare that you're facing, when you've got uh, giants in your life, God will increase your velocity. He'll take you who is insignificant, empower you with the spirit of the living God and cause you to be as a projectile towards your enemy and you'll hit your enemy square in the middle of the head and he'll fall down like this giant. Cause you and I to become a powerful weapon that has now taken out a giant. And watch this. After the giant falls, somewhere around here, uh, verse 50, David prevailed over the giant. Uh, after the giant, he slings the slingshot, verse 49, struck him in the middle of the head, and he fell on the ground to his face. So David prevailed over the Philistine with the sling and a stone, and he struck the Philistine, and he killed him, but there was no sword in his hand. No sword in David's hand. But guess what David's going to now do? David now takes the very weapon that the enemy, that the giant was using to terrorize them, and he's going to use it to take his head off. David's going to take the giant's sword, and he's going to chop the giant's head off with his own sword. And this is what I was talking about earlier. Sometimes you've got to learn how to use the very thing that your enemy has used against you and slay him with what he's been slaying you with all these years. He's been cussing you. He's been de de demoralizing you. He's been pressing you down with words. Watch this. And what you need to learn how to do is use words to defeat him. Uh, yeah. See, if you learn how to speak proper and if you learn how to speak right and if you learn how to let the Lord control your tongue, you'll be able to defeat even your enemy who has deprived you and depressed you and pressed you into a, a place of fear with very words not not cuss words but but profitable words words unto holiness words unto righteousness you'll be able to face the fears and you'll be able to defeat the enemy with the very thing he has defeated you with and watch this for the, for most people that that know anything about uh, performing or standing in front of people or nervous energy you just got to learn how to use the nervous energy against the enemy that has kept you in bondage because your nerves. You've got to learn to redirect the nervous energy. Instead of letting the nervous energy become a, a, a cage to keep you in bondage, you let it become a passion that pushes out the message. Y'all still here? Instead of you being afraid of, of the dark, you've got to realize that, that in him there is no darkness. And when you're in him, you're in the light. When you're in him, darkness must flee. And so even though you can, you watch this, you can go to bed at night, turn the lights off and still be in him and be in the light. Y'all don't believe what I'm saying. Turn all the way to the book of Revelation. You'll find out in the end, there even is no more sun. And the Bible says there's no need of a sun because he is the light. And when you're in him, you don't have to be afraid of darkness. And you might be thinking, well, pastor, well, what about if somebody sneak in and, and, and break in on me? Well, you ain't got to worry about that because he's a battle axe. Y'all don't know that? If you need, you don't need a Smith and Wesson. All you need is a battle axe. And a battle axe will take your enemies out. He's a security system before there was a security system. He is the one who secures your soul. He's the one who will keep you until the day of redemption. He's the one that will secure you from this day forward and forevermore if you're in him you can slay your giants and you can kill them and slaughter them all over the place 
David was curious because he had a slingshot. David was courageous because he had a slingshot. David killed this giant and removed the reproach that he was bringing on Israel and on the God of Israel because he had a slingshot that he let God use. Praise the Lord. You've been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together and we invite you to join us for one of our spirit-filled worship services Sundays at 8 a.m. or 11 a.m. at our new edifice called the Legacy Center located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-574-3515. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Hi, WAVA's Chris Roth here, and recently one of our staff members used 50 floor and they could not stop talking about... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.